Sean. And I'm Carrie. Sean's an ex-cop who does happier things now. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. <laughs> and Carrie's a New York Times and internationally best-selling children's book novelist. We live in Down East Maine, and our podcast is a little funky. We start off with a random thought we recorded in bed, or the kitchen, or the car, and then we give a writing tip, and a dog tip for life, because our dogs are wise and smart and like to be included. <laughs> We're not hoity-toity. We're not all trash talk, although we try. We're just us. So thanks for joining us. Please like, subscribe, and be cool. Yeah. Thanks for listening, and dogs are smarter than people. And we begin with a random thought. Let's do it, baby. Yeah. Hey, it's random thought outside. <laughs> and I just made a fatal error during dinner. <laughs> era. Error. Still going on. Dinner's still happening, and I made a fatal error. I don't know if you can tell by the tone of my voice. Can you? No. I put AKA Miso Ghost Reaper Hot Sauce by Bravado Spice Company in my macaroni and cheese. Which is great. I didn't mix it up though. And you did not put a little drop. No. No. It was like a tablespoon. And I, I wonder. Apparently, I didn't look at the label. No, you did look. No, she's lying. I didn't comprehend. She's like, oh, when I read Ghost Reaper, I thought that was like, you know. <laughs> Shut up. A, a man with a small penis. Shut up. <laughs> making up for himself. And it was just BS. <laughs> I did. I did. But there's a bunch of flames on this label. And it says extremely spicy. Dude, there's five flames. There's five flames. But it is gluten free, so the gluten's not. <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't believe them. That was spicy. And now all I can taste is my lips, my own lips, which are tingling. She hasn't gotten it in her eye yet. Though. In my white girl way. Oh, that's good. And I did not shake it up. It also says on the damn thing to, it says quote, "Real food separates. Shake it up." <laughs> It also has hashtag Team Bravado. <laughs> Wait, let me see that. What? Oh, it does, and then it says hashtag Listen to your husband. <laughs> no, it does not. It says undeniably bold, blazing hot chilies, meat savory, aka miso, to pr- create the perfect umami bomb. It is a bomb. Buckle up. You're in for a wild ride. <laughs> you can attest to all that, can't you? I can. I can. I thought I was okay. I feel badly for you, but it's still funny. No, well. it's not funny. <laughs> yeah, it's not it funny. <laughs> I had a hard day. Oh, my God. What? So, in this life of writer, writer, coach... I've read 250 words today. Taught a three-hour class. 250? Mm-hmm. Child's play. I hate you for <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> and now lost all senses of my lips. Like, my lips do not, like, they're not part of my body anymore. Because of the Ghost Reaper. And because of that hot sauce, you've probably forgotten that 
five minutes before dinner, you received the most incredible email anyone could ever get. I did. I got this email. Hold on. Let me see if I can find it. Are you gonna, you're not going to read it. Right? I'm going to read it, man. Oh, okay. But I mean, I'm not going to read the cool. name of the person. I just it was long read. That's so, five minutes before dinner and before my fatal hot sauce flaw in which karma brought me back to my... You're not dead yet, though, so it's taking you enough. Okay, whatever. I got this message that says, I'm sure you received many emails like this over the years, and apologies if this is unusual or creepy of me to message you like this. Let me just tell you that everyone is so beautiful, and I love how everyone tries so hard not to be a stalker. It's adorable. I started reading your need series as a teenager around the time Entice came out. A lot of things happened with me regarding my emotional state, and unfortunately, I never finished reading Endure, though I had counted the days and begged my mom to take me to a bookstore the day it was released. I am now about to turn 23, and I've spent the past week rereading the series. My series. And about 15 mm-hmm. minutes ago, I finished Endure. That's the name of the last book of the series. I just Why felt I don't know. <laughs> I just felt compelled to try and contact you in some way, even if you don't read or respond to this, to thank you. To thank you for not only writing not only for writing my favorite books, but for giving me something that I didn't know that I was longing for until I dove into my past and read these beautiful stories again. The feeling of feeling like me again. Thank you for writing something that has positively impacted my life for years and something I can continue to look back on and experience when I need to feel connected to myself again. I truly wish I could express in words how much your work means to me, but unfortunately, language doesn't seem to do it justice. Just dot, dot, dot. Thank you. Dude, that's awesome. I am the luckiest human being in the world. There we go. That's like incredible. No, I don't deserve that. That's like the nicest, kindest, like. No, I agree, stupid. but not that you don't deserve it. It's I'm not agreeing with that. Stupid! How lucky I am, and how kind people are to me just for writing some books. Mm-hmm. And I am. I don't even know. I like. I can't. I don't have the words to express how ridiculous that is. Me neither. It's so kind. Incredibly lucky. And like, how nice is it that someone would take the time out of their own life and their own day, not yep. just to read my darn books. To write that email. Yeah. All right. I know, I'm so lucky. I should never whine again. That's yet I probably said. will whine again. <laughs> oh, I'm sure of it. Sean was like, oh, that's nice. You don't get to read it, whine anywhere. <laughs> no. That was what Sean said afterwards. It was as articulate as that too. No, it sounded much sweeter. <laughs> but like, how stupid is it that I get to be a profession where I random amazing, it's not stupid, beautiful people write that kind of stuff to me? I can't even. I can't. It's just I think it's amazing. Only because of who you are. No, it has nothing. It's just I'm so lucky. And, you are. And people can be so beautiful. Like, in this world right now, there's so many bad things happening and so much trauma and drama and hate and worry and guilt and shame and fear and oppression. And yet, how the heck do I randomly get such a beautiful moment in my random day? I don't know, but it's awesome and you're lucky. You stopped that? No, I didn't stop it, man. Should we talk about hot sauce again? Thank you.
Say stupid eighteen thousand times, and we're gonna be helpful. You now? didn't, yeah. No. Oh, oh yeah, okay. I'll try. All right. So this week's episode isn't just about kind people writing mails to undeserving authors, or is this really what we're talking about? Yeah, man. Oh, that's amazing. Why? What? Because I had a thought during our uh, our uh, random thought at the dinner table thing. There. What's your thought? My thought was if you can. In writing, create recreate that scene where you and I are talking, but you're talking and you can hear like my utensils on the plate as I continue to eat in the background because it's so like multi layered. Yeah, that would be a skill right there. It is skill, but sometimes your editors take that out and say they're un they're details that just don't matter. No man, I know that's how I feel. Deeper you can get your head into it, the better. Yeah, man. Okay, so the scene. <laughs> It's important and stuff. Heck yeah. So the scene, it's this element of structure for your story, right? We all write them, but sometimes it seems like this overlooked aspect of our stories. Like we don't, oh no, we don't focus on them. You know what I mean? Like we talk about plot and character and all this other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, man. So I'm not sure why this is. It's not as elemental as the word or punctuation. It's not as long and sexy as a chapter. And it's not as easily diagrammed as a sentence, right? But it's so important. There's an old book by Raven Obsfeld called Crafting Scenes. <laughs> and it's, I don't know why you're laughing at me. I was just really impressed by your picture usage okay, but the opposed people listening to, to the podcast there's an old book by Raymond Osville called Crafting Scenes <laughs> and in its first pages he has a chapter called What a Scene Is and Isn't in it he quotes the actress Rosalind Russell who was asked what made a movie great Rosalind answered Moments Moments, man. Yeah. Like you were just talking about that, right? And moments equals scenes, right? Yes, but remember when we were trying to start the podcast and mm -hmm. you were talking about the scene of us eating and me talking? And yeah. That's a moment. That right? sure is yeah. a moment. So Obstfeld compared that thought about movies to our thoughts about scenes, and he said, The more moments a work has, the more powerful it is. Think of each memorable scene as an inner tube designed to keep the larger work afloat. And then there's the corollary, which is... The fewer memorable scenes there are, the quicker that work sinks into the depths of mediocrity. That sounds so sad. Oh, it's sad. So sad, man. So what's the scene, and how do you make it memorable? Because if you're a writer, that's what you care about, right? Right. So it's obvious. Question, if you're a writer... And the scene is usually action that happens in one setting, but it's not always, and it's about focus, and it can be 10 pages or one paragraph. There's no set length that your scene has to be. And Obstfeld, whose name I have a hard time saying, he says that a scene does the following. Number one, <laughs> gives reader plot forwarding information. Number two, reveals character conflict. Number three. Highlights a character by showing action or a trait. And number four, creates suspense. And a memorable scene. What's that? Well, it's unexpected. 
And what does the scene have to have? A beginning, a middle, and an end. Just like a podcast. <laughs> and in the beginning, it's like this blind date. He says, you have to tell the reader what's going on and not just expect her to know it. It has to hook the reader in, pulling her into its clutches so that she wants to keep reading. That's a smooth date right there. Yeah. And it also has to have... A focus. Scenes are generally focused on plot, character, suspense, or theme. And those are kind of self-explanatory categories, but Obstfeld does a great job honing in on how to determine what your scene actually is. If the scene is plot-focused, you can ask yourself, (laughs) the purpose of this scene is to... Blank. If the scene is character-focused, you can ask... When the reader finishes this scene, he should feel... Blank. If the scene is suspense-focused, you can ask, (laughs) when the reader finishes this scene, he should wonder. Blank. If the scene is theme-focused, you can ask, when the reader finishes this scene, he should think... Blank. If we were writing a scene right now, it would be about the dog barking. Yes, it would. A book or a story is something that's made up of these little parts that combine to make something wow-worthy, something that resonates like Gabby barking. Scenes are a part of that bigger picture. They're a piece of the puzzle, and they can wow you all on their own. But their real purpose is to be part of the bigger story. So all condensed, the writing tip of the pod is... Think about what kind of scene you're building in your story. Do you have too many character or theme scenes in a row? If you do, you might want to mix it up. That's right. Yeah, man. Mix it up. (laughs) Did that help? Do you feel helped? I always feel helped. (laughs) Sitting in front of you for a number of minutes. Oh, boy. says this think about your life do you have too many plot scenes going on is it all drama is there some theme in there too man that's rough baby. yeah it's rough man Holy what do you smoke. mean it's rough if you, if you got too if you got too many plot scenes going on number one that's a rough life uh-huh. number two if all those plot scenes are drama Holy crap, that's uh-huh. like some sort of reality TV show. Yeah. <laughs> and if there's a theme to them, then you really know you got problems. No, it's just not. No, you can have a theme <laughs> to your life, man. Yeah. Your theme to your life could be like, I don't know, I shall do good for other humans. Your theme for your life could be like, I'm greedy and I'm going to make all my money. Like, it's okay to have a theme. You just don't want all the scenes to all be theme or all plot or all drama. Or, right. You know, all you right. want to mix your life up, man. You want to focus on the different elements. That's what Sparty's saying. Well, you threw out one bad theme and one good theme, so I'm okay with the good theme. <laughs> yeah. We don't get to like choose Sparty's themes. Sparty's is food, so it's not too bad. No, but we don't, get, we don't get to choose the themes for other people's life. That's judgy. But what if they're our character? Well, that's okay, but (laughs) now we're talking about not writing, but life, right? Yeah. So, you get to choose your own theme. 
course. You get to choose if you want to be plot focused in this moment or character building. Or I try to get all four integrated at once. That's the best scene, actually. Yeah. Do you know that you just gave really good writing advice? Well, it's just life advice, really. I mean, why stick to just one thing? You mean one scene? Yeah, one scene. <laughs> like, there, wait, what? There are types of scenes, so they're kind of like themes, you know what I mean? But one scene. Why stick to one type of scene? Well, the best scenes actually do all four. Like, they're right. suspenseful, they're full of plot, they have full of character building, and they have the theme. And that's when you know a theme, a scene. Theme and scene sound really similar, but that's when you need, know that you need to keep the scene in there, especially yeah. if they do all those multiple things at once. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. That's deep, honey. It's the theme for our podcast today is... I bet you don't use it. Heck yeah. You won't put it in the title. No, because that's not going to get any good SEO links for people who are meeting us us for the first... Do you really want me to put heck yeah in the title? Which is currently... Yeah, it'll fit perfectly after that right there. Ghost Reaper heck yeah? No, Ghost Reaper hot sauce, fatal errors, and... Heck yeah. Heck yeah. What's the and? And scene. Heck yeah. Right. Comma. Heck yeah. No, you can't put a comma in. Uh, All of you will now learn. <laughs> okay, I usually does this. I mean, that I you can't put punctuation in your podcast files. I don't, I don't have any anything to do with this techno stuff here. Techno. That was my techno. That's good. Thank you. Nobody got to see you shake it though, baby. <laughs> I'm not going to shake my money maker. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Yes, thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you. We do. And we would write fan letters we to you if we you. had your email addresses. <laughs> she wants too much American pickers, baby. What? I said you watch too much American pickers. I do not understand that reference. That's what Mike Ralph said, or whatever Mike's last name is. He says all the time when he makes a deal, he's like, I appreciate you. Oh, and you just said it. It's I like do. subliminally you picked it up. I, I don't think I fall asleep I mean. when you watch American That's why it's subconsciously and subliminally. Because you're sleeping, but it's playing in your ear. You're I'm corrupting rest- me. I, I'm resting the computer again. <laughs> he does. He does do that. We really appreciate you listening to the podcast. You can find us everywhere. And you've already found us once if you're listening now. And like Apple Music, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and more. Just Google Dogs Are Smarter Than People. Then like and subscribe. The notes to the podcast are also always on carriejonesbooks.blog. Carrie is spelled C-A-R-R-I-E. I realized I don't always tell people that. And we'd like a shout out. The music that we've clipped and shortened in this podcast is awesome and is made available through the Creative Commons license. Who's the artist and what song is this? It's Night Owl by Broke for Free. You can go to the podcast episode notes and find a link right to it. Listen to that fantastic music all the time. Yeah, man. So, what do we got going on? In our lives, love. Well, right now, um, we've released the book, The Places We Hide, which is an adult mystery. And it's good. It's so good. I mean, obviously, I'm biased, but it truly is good. John just thinks it's really good because the main character, he thinks is him. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, 
I am doing a course. I started a course. A course? A course. What kind of course? It's a bit like a distance MFA program, and the people get to hang out together yeah. um, in a Zoom chat once every month, and I give them feedback for their stories every month. They submit 20 pages, and there's a Facebook group, and we have a bunch of people already signed up, which is awesome um, because... So it's like a, a writing course. It's a writing course that's also very supportive and helps build community. So you get direct feedback from me and love from other writers. I know. Any course that you're involved with has the instructors more. There's also like a life coaching course. That's right. Because you're so awesome. That's very sweet. There's, I know. There's more information about it on my website. Once again, carriejonesbooks.blog. You can never say that too much. carriejonesbooks.blog. And what else are you doing, love? Am I doing anything else? Well, I mean, <laughs> Sorry. You, know, you, you edit I'm, people's work? I'm teaching at the writing barn. I edit people's work. I You can find me on Readsy. I'm writing my own books. What else are you doing, boo? Me? Yeah, man. Oh, I'm just doing my regular work. But, but we are going to start formatting people's books also. Woo. And we will be doing print edition and e-books. e-book. E-books. Which so we're all on. Types of formatting styles. Right. So you can so, come to us and we will yeah, clean like up your grammar. Yeah, we're a full service yeah, man. book prep slash publishing house. Yeah. Only thing we're not doing is cover design. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. Once again, that will have to land back in your, on your desk, though, because I, unless people want stick figures for the covers <laughs> all the time. You're the funniest cover ever. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Every, every book's a kid's book here. <laughs> like 80s font. Like, yeah, right. Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> I'll do the Kama Sutra cover with stick figures. No. Uh, it always goes back. No, it's just an example of how it could be deceptive because it's stick figures but you never know what's inside anyways we're gonna end it here thank you for listening thank you so much for listening we really appreciate it and you stay healthy and strong okay yeah because we need you in this world stay strong